necessarily a book report on a book that I most recently finished, but it's more of an homage to a book, to the book that I most recently finished. Uh, over the course of about two weeks, I burned through John Green's The Anthropocene Reviewed book, which was one of the most pleasant literary experiences I've ever had in my life. I, I enjoyed that book in a way that I, I couldn't have anticipated, which says a lot because I love the podcast so much that reading the book could still be so special, even after having heard the better part of all of those reviews, uh, just speaks to how brilliantly that book was written. Uh, it's funny. It makes me laugh out loud. It makes me want to cry. It makes me appreciate the big things and the little things in life and to see the beauty in the things around us. It's, it's such a fantastic and amazing book. Uh, it's kind of inspired me to go try and do my own review of something in the Anthropocene. Uh, for me, I'm going to be reviewing online chess. Chess is one of the oldest games that human beings still play today. And for me, it's the game that I've always known how to play. I'm not precisely sure when I learned to play chess, but it was early on in my childhood. It was likely my grandma that taught me in an effort to keep me still and quiet for a little while. But ever since then, I've always found the game totally fascinating. In retrospect, I was probably about four or five when I learned to play chess, which when you look at grandmasters, some of the greatest ever, they learned to play chess at that age. Except I'm no grandmaster. But I found the game fascinating nonetheless. Growing up, I'd play with my brothers occasionally, given our pieces were probably in the wrong spots and we definitely didn't understand the idea of checkmate, but we still loved to play together. When I was in high school, Matt founded a chess club. They'd meet once a week at 7 a.m. to play chess, and the faculty sponsor was my basketball coach. Matt asked me every week if I'd come join and come play chess, and I never did. I don't know why I didn't play. I think it's mostly because I was embarrassed. In chess, losing is embarrassing, because the only reason you lost is because you're not as smart as your opponent. It's not like track where the best athlete wins, and there's no chance or luck involved. You lose because you were outsmarted by your opponent. I thought I was smart, and I was afraid to be proven wrong at a chess match. I was egotistic, and I regret not playing with my brother and my basketball coach. I owed it to Matt to be there, and I let him down. He ran track just because I did, after all. I never got seriously into chess until I was in college. First, at the student faculty chess tournament at Florida College, where I lost to my math professor, Carl. It was there where I first got introduced to the idea of online chess. For the days leading up to the match, I played as much as I possibly could, and I played online against the computer, just trying to learn and grasp as much as I could so that I could play Carl. He still beat me anyways, and it's still one of the most enjoyable chess games I've ever played. The second time I got seriously into chess was a couple years later when I was at Western Kentucky. I was told that I should hang out with this new kid at church. Sarah told me that I should hang out with him because he was shy and lonely. But I'm shy and lonely, I thought. But she's usually right about these types of things. So I introduced myself. We chatted, 
We got to know each other a little bit better. And I asked him if he'd like to play chess with me. The idea behind this whole move was that if we didn't click well together, then I could still get to sit down and play chess, and I could pat myself on the back for trying. And if we did get along, then I would have made a friend, and I would still get to play chess. In my mind, it was a win no matter what. Turns out we clicked, and we ended up playing chess a lot. Through this friendship, I began to play chess more and more often, mostly with him. But as I started enjoying the game more and more, I wanted to play more and more. I wanted to study openings and end games and strategies, but I didn't always have someone to play with. So I turned to playing chess online. I still had my account left over from playing at Florida College, preparing for my match against Carl, but I hadn't played in a while. And so I started playing online against computers and against real people. And it's an amazing thing. Through the miracle that is the internet, I could play chess with someone from anywhere in the world anytime I wanted. And I did, and I still do. But despite how amazing that is, I quickly began to see the downfalls of online chess. For one thing, chess is a game with a completely insane learner's curve. Chess is a weird sport or a weird game because I am a better chess player than the average person. But against chess players, I am far below average. As I started playing more and more online, I learned that online chess has its own kind of dark side. I learned that people were willing to cheat and hustle and they would taunt you after they win. And I began to see that in myself. I'd get frustrated after a poor game, or I'd taunt the player to myself after a good game. I'd slam my laptop closed. But still, when you're playing against a faceless opponent, it's easy to treat the opponent like they don't exist. It can bring out the worst in people, just like any other facet of the social internet. I would never act a poor sport when I'm playing with my brother, with my friends, I wouldn't slide the pieces off the board. I wouldn't slam my laptop in frustration. I wouldn't make fun of them after I win. I'd shake hands and thank them for playing. But not all players are that way. Many times I've received messages thanking me for sharing the game with them or telling me that I played well. Many of these messages actually came in games where I lost. But despite the bad, there are always rays of kindness that can shine through and that can make me want to play another game. Sometimes I wonder about the randomly assigned players that I meet online. What are they like? How old are they? How do they take their coffee? Where did they learn how to play chess? Sometimes, oftentimes, I don't speak the same language as the player that I'm playing. But we can still share a game of chess, which is like its own language in and of itself. See, I like chess because it's an intimate experience to sit down across from a person and play this game. You can learn a lot about a player by the way that they play, how aggressive, defensive they play. You can see their face as they puzzle over a position, and by the end of the match, you end up respecting and appreciating your opponent. You look him in the eye, you shake hands, and you say, good game, and you mean it. But when the face-to-face -face component of chess is gone, Something about it is lost. When the 64 squares of distance is replaced by thousands of miles in an internet connection, 
the human part of the game gets lost in translation. To this day, I still play chess with the two friends that I've made while playing chess. We'll FaceTime each other and we'll play online, all because of the miracle of the internet. And to me, that's really comforting. Even though I live states away, I can always call my friend and we can still play chess together, just like when we became friends. In the end, online chess isn't as simple as black and white, but that doesn't stop me from playing. I give online chess three and a half stars. So thank you guys for uh, putting up with that. I don't think I'm a particularly good writer, but I don't think I'm a particularly poor writer either. Um, but that's my that's my thoughts. I play a lot of chess, and uh, it's just been something that I think is really neat, and I think it's very nuanced, so I wanted to talk about it. So thank you guys for listening. Um, let's see, what's new in my life? Like I said, I just finished the Anthropocene Reviewed book by John Green, and it is truly one of the best books I've ever read. Uh, it makes me so incredibly happy. Uh, it makes me want to cry. It makes me want to focus on the world around me, which is really one of its strengths, is that it takes big ideas and tiny microscopic things, and it makes you think about them and appreciate them as part of life as we know it. Um, I think the thing that I found most entertaining and most impactful about the book was the way that the reviews were actually organized. In the podcast, they seemed to be rather random, but they were put in a very specific order in the book where themes or emotions tied to the reviews bled together. And that made the reading experience so, so valuable. Um, it's a book that I read through so fast because I enjoyed it so much and because it's so digestible and accessible. Uh, I really couldn't recommend it any higher. I think it's truly a fantastic book. If you don't feel like reading it, listen to it. It's for free anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, I think you have to watch it. You have to listen to it. It's it's fantastic. It's so beautiful. I just I can't get over it. So there's that. Um, we have about two weeks until Missouri camp, which I'm very excited about. Sarah and I are going to go off and be counselors there. Uh, it's going to be a great week. It's something we look forward to every single year. Um, it's awesome. So I have uh, an episode or two backlog, so I'll still post something that week, but it, uh, it'll be a little off as far as uh, some normal things go at the end of the show, but you guys don't really care about the end of the show. So <laughs> um, there's that. Let's Let's go over the best movie I watched last week. Uh, which is the 1959 film North by Northwest. Uh, it is directed by Alfred Hitchcock. Um, I didn't watch a lot of movies this past week. Uh, only three, which is below my average. So I didn't have much to pick from, but it was by far North by Northwest. Uh, it's still a little bit of a... It's not a perfect movie, but it's still very good. For, for a movie that was made at its time period, it does a lot of things very well, and it's very inventive. It was, it was a fun watch. Um, I enjoyed it. I, it is free to stream on HBO Max, which is where I saw it. It was very enjoyable, very fun to watch. It actually has inspired me 
to go on a train ride, like to go travel somewhere by train. Um, between that movie and the Darjeeling Limited, I really want to take like a long trip by train with my wife. Um, I think it'd be a lot of fun to get one of the little rooms and you can kind of get this glimpse of the world between places. You know, like when you fly somewhere, you miss so much of it. You can see it, but you're seeing it from so high that you miss, you miss kind of the, the, the more particular detailed beauties of the world. And so I think it would be really, really fun to take a train ride from like St. Louis to Denver or really, if we're lucky, like Glacier National Park in Montana. It'd be a long train ride. It'd be something like 30 hours, but that gives you time to, to spend with my wife and it gives me time to just relax and enjoy the scenery. I think it'd be a really fun way to travel, be a really unique trip. So that'd be really fun. I think it'd be really cool. Um, so that's really all I've got. I wanted to give you my review of online chess in the form of the Anthropocene reviewed. Uh, I gave you the best movie I watched this week. Um, I don't know. I, I appreciate you guys listening a lot. Uh, my wife tells me I need to edit these podcasts more often and I think she's right. Um, I'm going to actually edit this one. So you, you, uh, don't have to hear all of the things that I restarted saying and all the ums and stupid mutterings that I say to myself. So I'll spare you the trouble with that one. You guys have been real champs for even sticking around through all that nonsense. But thank you guys for listening. Uh, it means a lot. Um, you know, just kind of like the end of every other show, I guess. If you love the podcast, share it with someone you love. If you hate it, share it with someone you hate. And until next week, night to F3. Fifteen minutes. That ain't much. We'll keep it short this week. Y'all deserve it. <laughs>